Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business. And today we're going to talk about envy and strife. Well, I hired a fellow in my church way back years ago. I needed a truck to be painted. And this person wanted a part payment uh, up front. And I paid him about half of the cost of them buying the paint and getting the paint uh, job done on my truck. And you know what? I couldn't get them out even to get started. They took the money I gave them to paint my truck and went on a vacation. Oh, was I upset. Number two, I had a fellow Christian that presented themselves as the skilled and had a company to put heating and air conditioning units in offices and homes. And I had an office it was at my warehouse, but inside the office, in the dead of summer, it was hot. You had to have air conditioning. You could not stand it being that hot. And here I walk out to where my air conditioning unit is, and there's just a ton of water. Like you took a bucket, and you just poured water all over the floor. You had to mop it up. It was a lot of water. And I called these, this company, and I asked them to come out and look at that and give me a quote. What would it take to fix it? And they said, well, there's no way to fix it it, you're going to have to buy a brand new one, and we can supply that brand new one. It's just $10,500. Well, guess what? I really didn't have $10,500 just laying around with nothing else to do with it, and, and I said, oh, man, and I proceeded on that path, and we kind of worked towards that, and I think they even delivered the unit out, uh, but they didn't install it, and I said, wow, i got to go take another look. And sure enough, I looked in there and I got inquired and made a little research. And yeah, the air conditioning work unit did cool. It's just that there was lots of water condensing out of the bottom of it when you take humid air and, and cool it. There's lots of water come out. And I was able to fix the problem for $100 or less. Oh, wow. I wasn't happy with that, that, that company. And I let them know about it. I also uh, uh, was uh, working along with uh, my shop and with my wife, and we needed a lot of help. We needed help in the office. We had a lot of workers, but I was working from dawn to dark and into the night, and there was a couple at church. Oh, they were a nice couple, and they had management experience. They had worked in a different fields, not in my field. And I asked them, would they consider working for me? And they said, that'd be perfect. They had a kind of a, a, a job that wasn't meeting their needs, and I paid them good, and they came on board. And it's about a couple of years later that they decided they wanted to do something different. Well, the problem was they took my checks in the bottom of the pile of the checks and they took about seven checks out and made fake invoices and made uh, the payment to them. They took money out of my account because they went down to the bank. They had the power to sign the checks. They cashed the checks. Now they have $15,000 of my money in their pocket and they pay part of my workers to take them and move them to another state. These are examples of things that can happen in any business, anywhere. All over the world, these things happen, and you're going to have to figure out how to deal with this, or you're going to try to throw, uh, want to throw in the towel and just think, hey, this is not worth it. You see, this is a big deal, and we're not, we're not afraid to talk about the bigger issues of business and how do you solve them. Well, how do you handle this? How do you get a, 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 you, the, the ability to, to, to go through and get these things fixed? Well, communications is probably 
one of the most important things that you have to come into in business, especially when you're dealing with uh, family, friends, church members, and, and you can't deviate from your standard good business principles just because I go to church with them or because they're my neighbor. You don't have to be rude about it, but you follow the same procedures no matter who. And there could be just a little bit of give. Of course, you can give them a ride home or something simple, but, but on the major business things, don't deviate from good, solid business. That's where you get in trouble. James chapter 3 verse 16 says, For where there is envying and strife, there is confusion and every evil work. It's kind of like when there's these things, envy starts coming up, usually around money, and there's strife, usually around communications, then you're opening the door for confusion, and confusion leads to inefficiencies. Confusion leads to a lot of things. You don't want to walk around confused. And then it ends up with evil work. Well, evil, it opens a door for uh, evil forces to come in and just tear your company apart. It's kind of like uh, I live in a house and I try not to leave the door open when I'm gone because there could be a wild animal come snooping into my house and when I get home, well, I left the door open for that animal to get inside my house and cause destruction. Don't leave the door open by having envy and strife. You have to deal with it. I mentioned earlier about, earlier about communications. Are you making it clear? If you're the company, then it's your responsibility to pull out a small contract or a memo of understanding or something on a piece of paper and say, hey, here's what we're agreeing to do and here's what you're going to pay me and here's when you're going to pay me and this is how you're going to pay me and are we in agreement to that and even if you want have each other sign it that's the right way to do it that's what you should do with every customer that way you've eliminated that confusion and again confusion over money is a big big issue uh, a lot of times you'll be pressed to do something that you're really not uh, comfortable doing. Oh, the wedding is tomorrow, and I, for, I my other cake maker didn't didn't uh, wasn't able to make the cake. Now I need the cake right away. Can you get it done? Can you? Well, go ahead. Yeah, but are how are you going to pay me? Are you going to pay me now? Are you going to pay me at least half now? So you slow down just a little bit. Uh, knowing the facts about that other person is important. You see, you have an have the ability to ask around and find out are they in the habit of not paying their bills? Are they in the habit of causing confusion? Are they in the habit of causing strife? If they're doing it for others, they're going to bring it to you. Start small. That's one of the things that keep we come, keep coming with. Start small and grow step by step. Don't, don't start with a new customer with this huge endeavor that's thousands and thousands of dollars. And yet, if you can get any way to, to, to supply a small amount of service and see how your relationship's going, have a policy of paying 50% at the time of order. In other words, that cake or that dress or, or, or you know, if it's something that you're going to eat a meal, of course, they're going to eat the meal and they're, they're going to pay you and out the door they go. Well, you're probably not going to go bankrupt because one person didn't pay for one meal. But if that happens, then you pretty well know that that person shouldn't come back and expect another free meal. But when it's a bigger item, you should say, hey, my policy is to ask for, for you to pay. I'm going to buy the materials. I'm going to put effort in that. I need 50% of that 
project paid now and the remainder either when you pick it up that's the right way to do it let them bank with somebody else including the community savings bank and then then you're you made it clear some people uh, you'll probably have to distance yourself from they just will not be a customer and anyway, there's there's the right to fire a customer then you don't tell them that you just you just work it so that you don't you don't have time for them or you don't uh, or you 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 can be honest with them and tell them why but try not to stir up a, a difficulty there do good business that's what it rolls down to Romans 12:18 says if it be if it be possible as much as lieth in you live peaceably with all mankind Wow, that says it. If it be possible, there's some people it's not possible to live peaceably with, and you don't want them as your inner core and your key customers. As much as lieth in you, that's your responsibility to live peaceably with all men. Go talk with them. Uh, you be the one that pick up the phone and say, hey, you were supposed to pay me today. I, I, I'm not here to be hard on that, but I was expecting that money. I've got to have a plan now so that today you pay me or tomorrow you pay me, but I'm not just going to forget about it. I'm not going to let it grind inside of me. I need to talk about it. First Timothy 6, 6 says, godliness with contentment is great gain. Can you be content with the at the end of the day that you've done everything to live peaceably with people and that's about all you can do can your head hit the pillow and you can know wow uh, I went to sleep without a hard grudge against somebody and again that's when I talked on another one if you have a hard grudge against somebody you probably need to call them the next morning and talk about it that's the Spirit of God leading you well I hope these uh, help I hope that there, there's something you can deal with. I cannot cover everything that can happen in a business that there's going to be strife and envy. Let the Holy Spirit help you and use good business. Thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.